Hey, how are you? I hope you're well. I am late in posting this and it's Monday and it's Monday morning and I'm struggling to get the week started, but I wanted to pop on here and check in and share a little bit of um, thinking that I had based on this weekend. So the reason I usually record on Sundays and the reason I didn't um, is related to the topic I wanted to discuss. So Sunday was very quiet and um, it started off really well and I was working on a complex project. And so today's um, conversation isn't really about knitting, it is about hobbies. Um, so one is knitting related, uh, or I guess knitting adjacent as a crafting hobby. I'm gonna talk a little bit about sewing. And then the other is not even my hobby, it's my son's hobby, which is <laughs> building a gaming computer. And it has been a process, one that has really allowed me to think through some recovery concepts. So I'm going to ramble a little bit about both of those today, if you don't mind. Um, knitting for me is, I've talked about this before, it's my first love, it's my primary craft. I've been knitting for a while, almost 20 years, and there are always new things to learn, but I do feel pretty comfortable um, in the craft. And so for me, knitting brings up questions about escape or checking out or numbing myself when I just don't want to think and I just want to focus instead on a project. And it can be really restorative as well and meditative, but there can be this other element because I feel so comfortable in the craft. I do not feel that way about sewing. Sewing is hard. It brings up all of my, um, what I believe to be character flaws of being hasty, of rushing things, of um, leaping before I look, um, which again, just different aspects of myself and and also extreme worry and you know like that I don't want to waste the precious fabric or that my skills aren't good enough to deserve using these materials those kinds of questions and so I've been working you know on my sewing for about a year I guess maybe two years now now that I think about it and I'm progressing I definitely feel like I'm getting better at the craft fitting is totally still a nightmare and I mostly sew clothes for myself as an act of challenge and you know um, self-care and figuring out what it is that I like and who I am all those good things um, but I was working on a project yesterday and it's a complex project but it's a pattern I've made before and it's um, if you sew I was sewing the lander pants which are I think a pattern by true bias they're very 70s style they have these huge, cool patch pockets, um, wide leg, and pretty fitted, pretty high-waisted pants. And I have made a pair of shorts and pants before out of um, thrifted twill, thrifted men's pants that I cut and reassembled. So a lot of the tricky bits were already done for me when I did that refashioning project because I was reusing um, pants parts. But I've been wearing the shorts almost every day. So I was like, okay, I'll make myself a new pair. And I had this upcycled thrifted fabric, this really heavy, sturdy denim in this very cool retro blue shade, like dark denim, um, but a little bit 
more towards um, a kind of brighter blue than say a black. And so they kind of just looked very 70s to me and I thought, oh, this will be a good match with the style of the lander pants. So slowly but surely, you know, I cut out the shorts and the pants. So I thought I'd batch sew. When you're in for a dime, you're in for a dollar, right? And I hit a roadblock of getting to the fly, which is always tricky when you're doing sewing. You've got to get that part right. And I put it aside for months, I feel like. I think I started this project maybe in February, and then I finally got back to it this past week. And I've been slowly but surely trying to pace myself, you know, just really trying to do 30 minutes a day to sort of tackle some long-standing to-do lists and just finish up some unfinished objects. And so I've been doing that around the house and then I also was trying to do that with the sewing project and it was going well. And I was really finding joy in short bursts of attention on a tricky project, um, jumping back in, not trying to like exhaust myself by trying to finish it in one sitting that never really works well for me with sewing. I also have a vintage machine and she's a beast. I mean, she can sew through a lot, but she's also kind of finicky. And I find sometimes that the machine, or if it's me, or if it's just the energy or the higher power, I have no idea. But um, if I try and push and things aren't going well, it is a sure sign with sewing to just stop and walk away. And that's what I wanted to talk about with you today is the Al-Anon concept and the recovery concept of HALT, which stands for, it's an acronym, you know, a slogan. Those programs really love those slogans. And again, as a caveat, I am not an official spokesperson. Please just take this in the spirit that it's intended, which is me sharing my personal views. Take what you like, leave the rest. HALT, though, is one that um, I don't often think about, which is hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And the idea is to pause, take a pause and check in with yourself and notice if you're feeling any of those um, conditions before you respond to a situation. Because of course, with addiction, you can always be in a reactive mode and it can leave you feeling really like you're on a hamster wheel and you're spinning and spinning and spinning and yet not going anywhere. And so the more you try, the more you burn your energy out, the hungrier you get, the lonelier you get, the angrier you get, and the more exhausted you feel and nothing is achieved. When it's much better to take a moment, stop, pause, assess what's needed, and then step off the hamster wheel of reactivity and make actual progress in a small goal with an achievable goal and task. Great advice. (laughs) Do I follow it? No. Um, And so I had been doing that and I was feeling really proud of myself with the lander pants and I was making progress. And then yesterday came along and I was working on top stitching and I had this finicky but very cool, very retro thread. I mean, it really had that, I don't know, that like weird gold top stitching that you see on classic jeans and it just looked so good on this dark blue denim. But I was making buttonholes and it was a nightmare. And I pushed and I did the top stitching on the fly and it was a nightmare. My machine kept jamming. It did not like the difference in tension between the top stitching thread and the bobbin thread. And my top stitching thread, if you don't sew, it's a little bit thicker than regular thread. And so it really does um, mess things up, at least in my machine. I think 
you know, and of course, for me, for me, with my brain and my thinking, I um, started to do all the frustrated thinking, which is if I had a better machine, a more expensive machine, yada, 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 this would be easier. And I could feel myself, I don't think frustrated is part of halt, but it should be at least in terms of crafting, right? Hungry is certainly part of it. I don't really craft angrily. Um, and crafting really isn't for me about loneliness because it is something that I do. I'm an introvert and it fills me up. It's a way to process and escape, I think, in some demanding connections, particularly, you know, just with my kids. Um, but I definitely feel like tired is part of it as well. I do not, I'm not one of those folks who some sewists stay up late at night and find time for themselves in the late night hours. And I just can't do that. One, my machine is really loud. And two, my brain just stops working around nine o'clock. It's just time for me to pack it in. And so frustrated though, is certainly one of those conditions, at least for my making. And I was frustrated and I just could feel myself unwilling to stop. And I got very little (laughs) results from it. It did not work to push. Um, And I was thinking about this because the second thing that happened is that my son and I were taking a very similar approach to building a gaming computer. We had spent all this time researching the parts and looking at YouTube videos, and we promised each other that we would stop when either one of us wasn't enjoying it. When we just weren't having fun, we'd stop. And so it was this great process, and slowly but surely we amassed all the parts, we made some mistakes along the way, and it was really good for us to practice you know, progress, but not perfection, and learn that things were okay to make a mistake. Like we ordered the wrong drive, no big deal, ordered a new one. We've never built a gaming computer before, and it's fine to make these errors. And so my son and I were doing great, but I knew he really wanted his dad to participate, and Sundays are the time when his dad sometimes comes by to visit, and he did yesterday. And for that reason, I think all three of us pushed. We really tried to make this work. And we did well. <laughs> we we pushed. We assembled it and it took a bit of time and at the end of it, of course, the computer turned on and nothing happened. And by that point in time, I really was all of the things. I was hungry. I was tired. Um, I was lonely because it was hard to work with my husband in that situation. And I was frustrated. I wasn't angry, but I got there pretty quickly as I was trying to hurry and make dinner and then feeling just completely overwhelmed with all of the regular tasks of daily life. That is, all of my energy went towards this project and it didn't have a satisfying conclusion and it seemed hopeless and we were all pretty disappointed. And some of the thinking that got involved, you know, was that fault or blame or catastrophizing or all of the things that are part of the, at least my version of codependency and the disease of (laughs) alcoholism when you're standing right next to it. So it was frustrating. It was really frustrating. And I think it was a, a good reminder to work in chunks and to to work slowly and to really think about the process and to make sure that I'm not on a hamster wheel 
where every movement, every more and more frenetic activity just seems to lead to burnout, complete and utter burnout. And I told my son after, you know, my husband left and he was so dejected about the computer and so worried and he wanted to keep working on it. And I just said, I think it's time to stop. You know, there comes this at this point in a new project and I mentioned the sewing I'm like you know I finally pushed and I reached this point where I could try on the pants that I was making and the result is underwhelming and the temptation in that moment is of course to give up or to just um, declare the project a failure and this harder thing is to problem solve and (laughs) fix them. And so I told him that even though I'd spent all this time on the project and I didn't have a great and successful outcome, I was going to keep working on it in small pieces and we're going to continue to do so with the computer as well. And that we're going to stop when it stops being fun Um, and that we will allow ourselves to look at it anew with fresh eyes the next day. So... The pants are in a state of pause. The computer's in a state of pause. And hopefully today, my son and I will tackle, you know, we tackle the computer, do some problem solving, try and figure out what's happening and enjoy it as well, right? This was not just outcome-based, but also enjoy the process. And frankly, the same is true of my weirdo 70s jeans. Um, They're not necessarily the genes of my dreams and you know I really do need to take on kindness when I see myself in them and to to recognize that they're in process and that I should finish them for the learning purpose and whether or not they're wearable is irrelevant at this point in time what I'm trying to do is to up my skills and to use up the material that I had and there really isn't there's very low stakes I'm um nothing's hanging on (laughs) the success of these pants and I sew for all of the things it teaches me about myself and then also to relax and to enjoy the creative process of, of, of making. So I hope you're well. I hope that you are surrounded by beautiful materials and that you are working at a pace that you feel really comfortable with them. And I will see you all next week. Thanks again for listening. Take care. <laughs>